ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The Taylor Swift effect was on full display yesterday at Super Bowl 58, where she was cheering on her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, and his team, the Kansas City Chiefs, to a close victory. She wasn't just a good luck charm. Her presence at NFL games this season has supercharged young women's interest in the game, which was evident in some of the famed commercials that advertisers spent millions of dollars to run, including in this trailer for upcoming movie The Fall Guy with Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. What are you doing? Just chilling down. You've been crying to Taylor Swift. Doesn't everyone? When Lee Ma is a TV and film critic and a regular on Breakfast, when Lee, hello. Hello. Did you did you watch it? I watched the reactions to people watching Taylor Swift, not the game itself. Um, I'm, I will admit I know nothing about American Gridiron football. And from my understanding, it goes on forever. <laughs> and it goes on forever. It is quite something. I did watch it, which is, just says everything about the effect <laughs> of her and Travis Kelsey. And I'm just intrigued by this phenomenon. How powerful was the Swift effect on the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, they, there was a survey company that did uh, a call around to 800 respondents, 800 viewers of the Super Bowl right afterwards, and 20% of the respondents said that uh, they went for the Kansas City Chiefs because of Taylor Swift um, when she and Travis Kelsey were confirmed basically to be dating. His jersey went up in their online store by 400% in sales. I mean, I think the effect is pretty much there. And I think one of the things that we saw yesterday was there were a few ads that had sort of changed their tack or had just banked on the fact that she was going to make it to the uh, the Super Bowl because she was touring in Japan. Um, and, you know, there was a skincare brand that created this entire ad that did not specifically reference Taylor Swift in any way, but it had this father and daughter uh, characters in the ad and, you know, they were trying to bond over football. He couldn't get her to respond to him until he sort of pointed out that, you know, someone unnamed, the most famous football fan in the world, uh, was there and he was wearing a jersey with the number 89 on it, which of course is the year Taylor Swift was born. And he gave her a jersey with the number 13 on it, which is her lucky number. And they were both wearing all of those bracelets have been all over the uh, Swift's era's tour. So I think the Taylor Swift effect was full on because everyone has been talking about Taylor Swift more than they've been talking about football, which, you know what, I'm not against. No, not against either. Uh, It was quite um, something. Really, it it was the stuff of fiction, right? Like (laughs) the winning of this, well, as I said to the kids, it's their grand final, uh, their Super Bowl and then... The kissing and the, uh, I've, it, it kind of can't believe it. It's so, I feel like I was watching a Hollywood movie. It's such a spectacle. And I think we've almost forgotten that Usher performed yesterday and that Beyonce basically announced a new album because everyone's just obsessed with how, you know, who was sitting in Taylor Swift's box, which included like Blake Lively or in the fact that she met Port McCartney at one point during the thing. And yeah, it's just become this big thing. I mean, there are critics and detractors who say she's become a distraction to the game, but also there are surveys that say, for example, in the last six months of 2023, you know, um, 
the NFL has an uptick in favorability among young women and uh, and girls. And like that's a good thing for the sport. She's added value to the game itself. She's added hundreds of millions of dollars of value to the Chiefs. And uh, and I just don't think this is the kind of thing that would have happened three, four, ten years ago. But it was just this perfect storm of coalescing of the Taylor Swift influence and everything she's sort of taken over in the culture in the past 12 to 24 months, which is just so supercharged. Any other highlights from all the ads? Yeah, there's um, another Dunkin' Donuts ad that Ben Affleck did with the likes of Matt Damon and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, that was pretty funny, and he reportedly was paid $10 million US dollars for the 2023 ad, so I imagine he... And apparently it sort of saw a massive spike in donut sales, so I imagine he uh, collected a very shiny check for that one. There was an Uber Eats ad with uh, Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer where she pretended she doesn't remember working with him for 10 years. That chemistry and just her comedic timing was so perfect in that. So it's amazing what you can kind of achieve with just a 15-second ad with these famous celebrities. And, you know, it's a it's a one-time thing. These ads don't run all year except on YouTube and uh, they pay a lot of money, reportedly $7 million US dollars for a 30-second slot, let alone the production cost. So uh, it's always a r- really interesting sideshow, along with the Puppy Bowl. Okay, the puppy ball. I think they should just pay Taylor Swift directly. Now, <laughs> elsewhere this week, there's a new series named Three Women adapted from uh, an acclaimed novel. Tell me more. Yeah, this is adapted from a book namely uh, from by Lisa Tadeo. It was a non-fiction book, so she kind of went out into America, into the heartland of the US, away from the coast, and spoke to all these women about their sex lives and desire and, you know, just the challenges they face in trying to own their bodies. And now this has become a dramatised TV show with uh, Betty Gilpin, who is an incredible actor, and she plays one of the women. Uh, it's a really quite sensual, interesting fairly slow moving series and it really gets into the interiority of women. So I think if you're into that kind of drama, that's a little bit more thinking, a little bit more languid. Uh, That's definitely something worth checking out. Okay, and uh, I think we can sneak in what we should look out for this week. Yeah, there is a new biopic series called The New Look. It is about Christian Dior. It stars Australia's Ben Mendelsohn and was created by Todd A. Kessler who did Bloodline, uh, which Ben Mendelsohn was on, and also Damages which Rose Byrne was on. So Todd A. Kessler obviously loves an Aussie lead. Uh, he, it's yeah, it's about Dior and it's mostly told in flashback in World War II and just the Nazi presence in Paris and the effect on the designers there. Um, and there's a bit of an antagonist character actually in Coco Chanel, which is played by Juliette Binoche, and it goes into her history with the Nazis, which um, I didn't really know about. But that's a really yeah interesting story. I think that a lot of people would uh, probably be familiar with, but um, it's a different life to it. Uh, there's a new animated detective series called Grimsburg. John Hamm is the voice in that. There's an Australian rom-com original film called Five Blind Dates, and it's sort of centred around both the Lunar New Year and uh, Valentine's Day. So this is the perfect week for it. It's about a woman who, you know, has had a bit of a disaster in dating and in her professional life and a fortune teller tells her that the two shall meet if she goes on the next uh, five blind dates and she will meet her soulmate and all of her work problems will also be solved. Uh, There is 
a Jennifer Lopez uh, movie slash documentary slash avant-garde art called This Is Me. It's not really clear what it is yet, but the trailer for it was bonkers. And it is both narrative... What They're calling it, like, basically a narrative cinematic experience, which doesn't really say anything at all. So I'm actually really keen to see how that unfolds. And then there's also the second season of So Help Me Todd, which is one of those, like, very amiable, lovely, actually love this show, um, procedural uh, shows where there's a case of the week and in this case it's set in a law firm with uh, Marsha Gay Harden and her son and he solves cases for her. Very fun. Very fun as a you. Thanks, Wenli. Thank you. Wenli Ma, TV and film critic and a regular on Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.